definitely the most talented. So, this will be medium. So retrograde. I'm going to throw this guitar out when I'm done with this performance. Oh, this K-Lemonade USD organic made Someone in your life throwing shade I suggest holding this jade On Instagram it says you meditate So let's be friends, no haterade Loving life and learning, getting laid. Some things be retrograde. That's all retrograde. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, the ladies you have come to see Elizabeth Cott and Stephanie Simbari. Wow, Jackie Tone, doing the damn thing. Hello, hello, hello. This is, that's a retrograde. This is it. I'm Elizabeth Cott. I'm Stephanie Simbari. Thank you guys so much for coming. This is so exciting. Are you comfortable? Are we all Fabulous. Joey, are you comfortable? <laughs> Rod. Uh, How many of you guys are familiar with our podcast? Ooh. Oh, yes. Wonderful. Well, uh, those of you who aren't, we will give a little spiel. Anyway, uh, we're a <laughs> wellness podcast. Yes. Exploring all things mind, body, spirit. Sexual things. Dick jokes. Whatever. Um, and, you know, we like to think that if Goop and Broad City fucked, we would be their, like, cool Can we say that? Hot babies. <laughs> Can we curse? Is this... Nobody's No here. one cares. Nobody cares. Um, so as Steph mentioned, we are, in our, for those listening home, we are inside of an Urban Outfitters right now. Yeah, because nothing says wellness like beanies and bralettes. Right? We all know that. Right? Yeah. I just really wanted a joke that I could say bralettes in. Yeah. It's so an important word. This is uh, That's So Retrograde Live, as we like to call it, uh, Total Retrograde grade live because we're stuck in the early 2000s. Total retrograde live. We're Carson Daly. Yay. <laughs> What's up? On the show today, we have the incredible Mikey Dimitrovich, mm -hmm. also known as Edible Spirit. Yes. He is going to be out shortly talking about manifesting for this new year. Yeah. An important aspect of wellness. For sure. Since we are a wellness podcast. Yeah. What stuff are you up to beginning of 2017? Rocking your wellness card hard. Super into fish Other oils than your right now. Weed card. My what? Oh, weed card. Yeah. Smoking a ton of weed, more than normal. No. Um, truly though. Uh, fish oils are my new jam. I found Explain. this. Well, I don't know who's keeping up with that's a retrograde, but I've been having this eye condition, and um, <laughs> literally Elizabeth like has no compassion for my struggle, and I'm quite frankly sick of it. Uh, and hey friend, and um, I read online, you know, when you're going through something that isn't getting better, you're going to a conventional doctor and they just keep telling you the same thing. It's very frustrating and shitty. And so it's like, I'm not gonna take this, I'm not gonna take this lying down. Good. So I 
although I normally do. Okay, no. Um, and uh, I decided or fish oils. Up. Just guessing. <laughs> I feel like I'm like too lazy for that. Um, <laughs> seems like a lot of exercise. Uh, so I've just been taking fish oils every day in like a shot, and it's really enjoyable. I feel like it's also helped my brain be a little bit more awake. So you're not doing a pill, you're doing like a full oil? Liquid. I'm into liquid vitamin ingestion okay. because I think you absorb more of it. And you're feeling good. Is there a particular brand that you recommend? That'd be a good thing to have after you ask me this question, but the answer is no. Okay. Look just go natural. to like your local health food store and be like, what's the most potent fish oil? This one's mixed with vitamin D because also, fun fact, a lot of Americans are vitamin D deficient and they don't know it. And that leads to like depression and anxiety. So if you aren't getting tested for that... I just take like it anyways. Unless you're like working outside all day long, you have a vitamin D deficiency. Right. And no right. one in LA no one's that shops that. at Urban Outfitters is doing manual labor. <laughs> but we love bralettes, let's yeah. be honest. Yeah. Um, oh, it's important to mention, speaking of things we love here at Urban Outfitters, we have a tote here, a collaboration that's so retrograde for Urban Outfitters that is yours with a $10 donation to Inner City Arts, yeah. an incredible organization here in LA that is bringing arts education to the youth of Los Angeles. Yeah. How can we not love that? So, Wait. totes for everybody. Elizabeth, Yeah. what's your wellness thing oh. you're into right now? Well, as you know, I love to experiment in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. I, and as, the, <laughs> as one knows, um, I am <laughs> very big into making tonics, especially with this cooler weather that we're experiencing mm -hmm. and I've just elevated them with the most incredible ingredient. So I'll run down with you. Tell what us I'm what using. it is. Tell us what it is, Elizabeth. Okay, so first of all, I love to do let's say I'll start with like matcha or a tea or maybe a coffee. Or like a four sigmatic or coffee. Or a four based. sigmatic is great. The four sigmatic coffee have which you guys is had here, that? It's amazing. You need to get it. Mushroom infused if I get it, coffee. It's free, so just take one. Yeah. So we'll have some for you afterwards. So any I have a myriad, did I say that right? No. Of, okay, uh, <laughs> of different uh, little like powders and that type of thing. So I love the moon juice, sex, moon juice sex dust. I love the Four Sigmatic. Sometimes I'll do both. I'll add a tea, almond milk, hot water, a little bit of bulletproof, uh, what's it called? My brain's not working. Brain octane. Um, and then to top it all off, is, is this the mystery? The piece de la resistance okay. is coconut butter, which is coconut oil with pieces of coconut, and it like melts, and then you it's whip really... it up. It gets all frothy. It's literally the best thing ever. Oh, and heaps of cinnamon to help with inflammation. There you go. There you have it, so guys. There you have Elizabeth it. Tonic. DIY. Clap. Hey, they no. charge. <laughs> they charge like ten dollars for that at Erewhon, guys. I'm, I feel no, like I really, that's really hack. hacked something. That's good. Um, speaking of hacks, we're gonna hack how the fuck to manifest the best year we possibly can. Because like we feel as though this conversation of manifesting is kind of everywhere, but it's like, what is it? How do I do it? How do I do just do like it? obsess over something and stalk someone until they marry me? Like very unclear. <laughs> yes. So let's, <laughs> is that what man? <laughs> I need a baby, you know? <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so we thought who better to have on the show than uh, our spirit guide and someone who can break it down for us and teach us how to do it in a very gentle and grounded way. Let's welcome Mr. Mikey Dimitrovich, yes. a.k.a. Edible Spirit, to the show. Hello, hello, hello. Take your tops off. Hello, ladies. Hey. Hi. I like that jacket. Where'd you get it? I got it at Urban Outfitters. Oh. <laughs> First question. 
How edible is your spirit? Oh, it's it's uh, it's fragrant. It's um it's it's a little salty. Mm. You know, it's like savory. Uh, yeah, savory <laughs> and sweet. You know, I, I, I it's, like a sea salt and caramel. Absolutely, Ooh. actually, like a, like oh, with a little smokiness to it as well. You know, mm, like a beef jerky caramel coming treat. out of my pores. <laughs> I see I'm this turning, it. so we're going to... Yeah. <laughs> um, Show us let's manifest that. Okay, so we're here to talk about manifestation. Yeah. Do tell us, dear. Well, what is it? Let's do, um, let's do a little thing with the audience and with you and with the listeners at home. So if everyone wouldn't mind just closing your eyes for a brief moment. Uh, this is just a quick little exercise to practice some manifestation. So with your eyes closed, everyone take a deep breath in your nose. And blow it out your mouth and feel your feet and feel your seat. And then in your mind's eye, imagine a piece of paper. And next to that paper, imagine a colored marker. Notice what color the marker is. And now change the color of the marker to one you prefer, one you like even better. And see that color and see the paper. Now pick a shape, any shape you like, and imagine picking up that marker and drawing the shape on the piece of paper. Now color it in. And now look at the paper. Observe it in your mind. Focus on it. See the paper and the shape and the color getting very vivid and vibrant in your mind through your focus. Let it radiate off the page. Now take a deep breath in. Blow it out. And open your eyes. So you actually all just manifested successfully on the psychic plane. Okay, you created this image in your mind. So when we talk about manifestation, we're actually talking about one more step, which is taking that uh, image, that idea, that concept... Uh, focusing on it, and then manifesting it on the physical plane here now on the table. You know, so like when you think about different things that have been created in time, inventions or concepts, you know, it, it always starts like that. It starts with the idea, with an image, with, you know, a, a focus, and then something happens. There's some kind of action that takes place which creates that. You know, steps are taken to make it manifest on Earth. So one of the things that I think people get confused about when you're talking about manifestation is like, it's this, it's like one more thing that I have to file in my planner and one more thing that I have to get good at and figure out and research and consult, you know, when actually it's, it's a very natural process of creation. So manifestation in a way equals creation, right? But it's specifically creation on earth here now, you know, taking the idea of a chair, right? And, and taking focus to make it clear, and then taking action and making a chair, building a chair, doing something on earth. I have a question. Please. Okay. So, <laughs> for, like, with the um, exercise as an example, mm -hmm. let's say we we envisioned a shape that we weren't stoked on, which I feel like a lot of us have ideas passing through our head yep. that we're like, no, definitely don't want that to happen. So, like, how are we able to decipher so, these ideas and concepts that, like, sometimes we can obsess over the worst-case scenario? Absolutely. Or so, things that are wrong for us. Absolutely. So, the thing is, is that when you, 
when you create something, when you, when you see that thing in your mind and you want it to come out on the physical plane, you know, you, 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 you can't really fail. You can't really screw that up. You're sort of doing the best you can to, 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 if you were to draw it, let's say with a pencil, right, right here and now, like if I were to draw the shape that I saw in my mind, it wouldn't necessarily be exactly the same as I saw it in my mind, but it would still be a shape that I manifested. If I saw a triangle in my mind, I draw it on the paper, there's a triangle, I made a triangle. And I think what can happen is that people get really frustrated because it's not exactly what they wanted or it doesn't seem like they've manifested something when really manifestation is actually just an ongoing process of creation. It's like an artistic process. So like if you're, if you're an artist and you're trying to draw a shape, you're not going to you know, be like, oh, it's, it's, it's pencil, it's not right. No, you, you would go and look for the color marker that you're looking for and draw the shape out again in the color that you're trying to imagine it. So it's, it's an ongoing process of refinement where you, know, you create what you want, you, you look at it, you say, how did I do? Is this what I wanted? Do I still want this? Do I, do I wanna try again and make it better? Or do I wanna completely let it go and, and try to create something else? You know? So I think it, it, this, this process, the idea of a process of manifestation can be really heavy. What if I don't manifest every dream in 2017 that I have? You know, it can be a real bummer. And you know, we'll talk about it in a minute, but it's like one of the biggest obstacles to manifestation is, is being heavy and getting bogged down and thinking that you have all of this complicated stuff to do as opposed to remembering that like we, we I mean I personally believe that like we came here to practice creating, you know, to practice manifesting, to, to think of things that feel really exciting to us and, and love them and focus on them and nurture them and then take steps to make them, you know, and then ultimately like look at them and be like, wow, I made that. That's amazing. Oh, I want more, or I don't want that anymore. Let's change. You know. So what I think is something really important about what you just said, which we were talking about the other day, and yeah. I keep thinking about it, is like the things that you think that you want versus the things that make you feel good, and like the process of clarifying what actually is in alignment with you. Because a lot of us, I think, grow up and we have this idea of the adult that we're supposed to become based on things that we wanted when we were children. And then we kind of spend our, a lot of our adult life like banging our head up against the wall thinking that we want something, but it doesn't actually feel good to us. So could we go through the process of knowing what is worth spending your time on and then what is just like you making yourself insane? Totally. I mean, that's, that's something that you, you can tell. If you start feeling really extreme, if you start going in kind of circles, you know, repeating yourself, you know, re repeating things, repeating relationships or dynamics or, you know, let's say you've had this dream your whole life. If you don't stop and look at yourself and go, do I even want this? Is this even me anymore? Does this, does this make me feel good? Does it make me feel alive? If you don't look at that, then you can end up living your entire life going for something that you don't actually want. And if you look around, it happens all the time. Dark. Right? dark. Yeah. I mean, it's really crazy. So, but all that's really necessary is for you to sort of switch and reflect. So the way that I try to break it down, you know, and what, what I want you guys to all wrap your heads around today is that, you know, the process of manifestation is really simple. You, you have to start with an intention. You have to pick something that you want or um, uh, something that you'd like to create ultimately, right? And then you go into a process of execution. You focus on it and you figure out uh, uh, what actions can I take to make this happen, right? Then you've got to let it go. You can't actually stay obsessed with what it is that you want. Otherwise, you get into this rut that we're talking about, right? Where like 
you know, 10 years go by and you're, you're going for a goal that you don't actually want anymore because you never stopped to say, you know, you, you were never able to let it go. You never, you never released it. Like, how is this making me feel? How is this making me feel? So could we ask someone in the audience perhaps to share something that they would like to manifest and we could kind of go through it in a totally. grounded... Does anyone feel like opening their heart? This is a safe space. We're inside of an Urban Outfitters. Truth. Come on. Guys. Anybody? No one Anybody? wants to manifest? Yes, Jackie. No, sure. Okay. You guys remember Jackie Tone, right? Jackie Tone on the <laughs> ones and twos earlier. Yeah. That's what that was, right? <laughs> She'd like to manifest a yeah, functioning come on up here. guitar. So, Speaking to the mic. Oh, I love this. Oh, my God. Speaking it's like to a, my microphone. <laughs> this is awesome. It's very political. Okay, go on. Okay. I'm a, I'm a pundit. Tell us how you feel. <laughs> okay. So something I would like to manifest. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting because all I can think of is things I <laughs> I don't want to, like, things I don't want to have happen. Like, I want to stop being commitment phobic. So I want to manifest a comfort with commitment with my boyfriend who I'm in love with, but I'm terrified. Amazing. So, wow, so you, you just did a really, really big major part of it. So when you're, when you're setting your intention about what you want to <laughs> manifest, you have to use positive language. So you never say, I want this. You never say, I, and you never say, I don't want this. You don't say, I don't want to be afraid of commitment. You phrase it positively. So even better than I want to create you know, a comfort with commitment, you would, you would state it as though you already have this. So I your intention sick. would be, I am comfortable with commitment. In 2017, I, I am comfortable with commitment. I'm already there. I'm actually already there, right? So then what you would do is in order Don't to sort of... shake your head no. Did I? Stop napping. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't mean to. She's like, mm-mm. In order to, in order to sort of focus that intention, you know, you, you want to uh, uh, assemble as many things, you know, uh, colors, scents, crystals, people... That, that give you that feeling or that affirm that feeling inside of you already. So it's like if, if the manifestation is like the, the, the outfit, right, all of the things that you use to focus it are like your accessories, right? So you pull on, you want to always be getting a reflection back. I am committed. I am comfortable with commitment. I'm good with that. So what does that mean? Get a I mean, plant. It, it could be a plant. It could be a pet. You know, it could be, it could be pictures of, of like sitcom families that make you feel <laughs> like I'm, these people are so stable. I want to be like that, right? It, 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 there's no hard, fast rule about it, but it has to reflect back to you. Like, I already have this. I already, I already have this. And so then you can think about what can I actually do? What actions can I take in order to achieve this? And there's two different kinds of actions that I've been telling you guys about that it's like, you can do something practical or you can do something symbolic, right? You can, you can communicate more. You can talk to your significant other more. You can, you can adjust your schedule in certain way, practical things, real world things that say, I am making a physical effort, a practical effort in order to achieve this intention. Or you can do something symbolic. Okay, so this is a really cool one. This is what's coming to me right now. You take a, a piece of string, right, that represents you. You take a piece of string that represents your significant other. You look at them. You, you think about how comfortable you are with commitment. You take those two strings and you tie them in a double knot, right? So cute. So secure. So <laughs> this is an example of a symbolic action. And then you carry that knot around with you. And anytime you feel your mojo waning, anytime you feel your focus going, anytime you're like, ah, you're so annoying right now. Like, I want to get away from here. 
you, you grab onto that thing. And because you focus, because you've put mojo into uh, this symbolic action, you're, you're, you're actually changing things. You know, you're, you're changing your own vibration away from, I don't want to be afraid of commitment into, I am comfortable with it and here it is, right? So uh, then in order to, you know, uh, uh, let it go, this is a big part, surrender, is like live your life, do your thing, and have that in your back pocket so that you can refer to it whenever you need to. And then check in with yourself in a few weeks and actually check and see, how do I feel? Do I feel more comfortable with this? The idea, you guys, is that when you do this, you're reflecting on your presence, you're reflecting on who you are now um, um, and your ability to create whatever you want. And there's a cool idea, which is that, like, like I said, we're, I believe we're born in order to practice creating. We're born in order to experience the part of ourselves that is creation itself, right? That is the creator. You know, it's, it's not like, it's, we don't really have to get into God speak about it, you know, but it is like, Things are being created all the time. Stars are being born. Ideas are being born. Communities are being born. Problems are being created. We, we have so much power, you know, uh, uh, that one of the only um, uh, uh, limitations to what we can create, maybe the only limitation to what we can create, is our ability to conceive of what we can create. If, if all we're doing is looking at, you know, I'm uncomfortable with commitment, I'm uncomfortable with commitment, you're not imagining yourself as one who is comfortable with commitment. You're reinforcing something else. Do you see what I mean? So in truth, like manifestation is actually just a matter of practicing, wanting something, doing something about it, forgetting it, letting it go, and then seeing how it works out over and over and over again until you start to see, oh, wow, I have a lot more power than I think. I can create things. I can make things that, that make things happen. What about for the person who's sitting at home who feels like they're in a life situation that has all these agreements and all these different things that they didn't necessarily agree to or wouldn't have wanted? Like, and I think that can weigh people down. How, how do you look at, how can someone look at the things in their life that they feel like they don't want and what's the alchemy of starting to change that, I feel like it can be really overwhelming and what you're saying is awesome. But Totally. I, I think, no, you're so right. Yeah. So, so uh, another obstacle to manifestation is being out of balance, right? Yeah. Is, is, is feeling out of balance in any... I, I work with uh, uh, what I call like a four bodies model where like you have your physical, emotional, mental, spiritual body. If you're out of balance in any one of those places, if you're out of balance in your physical self, in terms of your, your literally your muscles, your bones, your schedule, your 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 budget, your finances, diet, you know, diet, exactly, nutrition, you know, you're gonna have trouble uh, uh, doing anything. You're gonna have trouble having conversations that need to be had, you know, or or making any changes, or let alone like believing that you can create a universe. You know, if you can't walk or if your back hurts or if you're tired, you know, ditto with like emotional stuff. If you're caught up in emotional, psychological drama with your friends, your relatives, your family, you got to start there. You have to you have to look at yourself, look at your experience. And it's a good way of breaking it down, physical, emotional, mental, spiritual, to sort of look at yourself and say, where am I in balance? Where am I out of balance? And and by reflecting on those different areas of your life you can make choices about how to restore balance in those areas first 
And then once you feel balanced, once you're like, oh, physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, I might not be perfect, but I'm good. For right now, I'm good. Then start thinking about what else you want to create. A lot of times, um, uh, especially when I was like coming up as a healer psychic, right? These <laughs> girls so and funny. guys that I would work with would have lists of like 50 things that they wanted to manifest. And I would, I would get like anxiety looking at it like, you, okay, you're going to create all of this, but... That, to me, is just like another long to-do list. So I think keeping it really simple and, and remembering that there's a, a direct connection between self-care, taking care of yourself, and your ability to manifest. Because if manifestation is a birthright, right, if we're born to create and experiment and explore and, and observe our creations and know ourselves through our creations, if it's a birthright, then you should be able to manifest by just being you. Right? But if you are out of it, if you're out of alignment, if you are out of balance in your body, mind, or spirit, you're, you're going to have a hard time being present. You're going to have a hard time believing that you can create anything. You're going to have a hard time taking action. It's just going to be really, really hard. So in that case, it's like start, start with taking care of yourself. You mm -hmm. know, start with reflecting and observing yourself. Um, uh, and, and, and then once that energy comes back to you, once you feel that sense of balance you know, uh, maybe an intention that you set before you were out of balance happens, you know, Just right like away. Just like Lauren Hill said, how are you going to win if you ain't right within, <laughs> right? It's I true. I thought it was if you ain't right with him. That's what I thought too, but I was wrong. Uh oh, no, it's better with him. <laughs> <laughs> with him, yeah, no, that's right. I was like, she really loves God. Okay. No, part. it's true. You know, so, so I think that's, um, uh, that's like. Uh, so maybe oh. it's more about how you want to feel than the things that you want to get. But what about when you want to get stuff? I feel like, totally. um, for instance, <laughs> I'm like, well, here, we're in Urban Outfitters. Yeah. You want to get stuff, no, okay? Absolutely. Um, and not on the sale rack. A, yeah. <laughs> Full price, baby. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what about, I feel, a common thing that people want to call in has to do with finances, which is different than, like, an emotional, some might say it's different than an emotional thing. So w can you walk us through an exercise for maybe how to uh, readjust our relationship with money in order to manifest. Absolutely. So one Cash of the... Cash money. I'll run you through the process, but you just okay? to be clear, one of, the, <laughs> one of the most important things about finance is like it, you really can't get obsessed with the money that you need. So what I always say to people is like be very clear about the physical realities of your finances right now. What is your budget? How much, how much can you spend? How much can you afford? Like where are you really... Get, get right with where you're at right now. Then be very clear about what you want. It's a big problem with manifestation is if you're not clear about what you want, it's much harder to get it. It becomes very vague. So what do you want? Do you want a better job? Do you just want more money? What, to like drop down out of the sky? You know, like I just want a lot of money to come to me. Okay, you know, that, that you should have no limitation. You're allowed to want that, you know. Try it, you know, see how it happens uh, uh, maybe you don't want to just manifest cash. Maybe you want to manifest security. Maybe you want to manifest, you know, ease. Um, uh, uh, maybe I'm so tired because I'm working four jobs. I'd like to have one less job, you know. So, so that's what I say is, like, instead of just saying I want more money, start with, like, uh, uh, what do I want to bring that money in? Do I want to do different work, more work? You know, be very clear about it. Make like, sense? what am I willing to do to get it? Well... Yeah. It, it, Not in like a strippery way, like in, <laughs> like in a work way. 
That's it's, work, but you know. It's, it's not just what, what you want to do, but like be a little more specific with how you would like the money to come to you. Because if you just throw it out there as like, I want more cash, then it could come to you in very random ways. And, and you know, you don't, you, you're not being very specific. You're not, you're not really enjoying, you're not loving the creation. You're just like, whatever, like a triangle's fine. And that's like obvious, like everyone wants more cash. Right, exactly, that's what I'm like, trying to no say. No one's like, I wouldn't like more money. So once you, once you sort of clarify the intention, away from just like money into more work, more time, more energy, yeah. you know, uh, uh, that, that a very great teacher of mine always said that like, if you're talking about money, you're also talking about time and energy. Because if you have more money, you have more time. If you have more time, you have more energy. So remembering that those things are there, that's why I say like soften it up and don't just make it about the cash. Um, uh, Okay, but even if you were to just make it about the cash and say, like, I want 10 Gs by the end of the year, you know, to come from out of nowhere, then what you do is you have to remove, forget everything I just said, remove all limitations to what's possible and write that down. I want 10 Gs in the next six months to drop from out of the sky. Then you build up mojo around that by literally taking a dollar putting it in front of you and staring at it and watching it, imagining it piling up, pouring your focus, pouring your attention into your intention and letting it build up mojo, build up mojo. And then, like I said, that's your outfit, accessorize. You know, gold uh, chocolate coins you can put around it, right? A uh, perfume, an empty bottle of Chanel number no. five, things that make you feel rich. You know, like, ugh, I just will get another one, you know? So you, you, you build it up, you build it up, you build it up inside of you. And, and if you're doing like a meditation where you're sitting in front of this pile of riches, being like, I am rich, I have 10 grand now, it's so good, then get up and go about your day. Forget about it. You don't want to be a person who's walking around your life thinking about money all the time because what are you really thinking about? Are you thinking about how rich you are or are you thinking about how you need that 10 grand, how you don't have that money? You see what I mean? So, so you got to go about your day, go about your life, and do your best to detach and let go. One way you can do that symbolically, a symbolic action you can take, take that dollar bill, imagine it as that 10 grand, and light it on fire in a safe way and put it in a bowl. Fire safety first. Because what you're then doing is you're saying, I have so much faith in all that is within me and around me that, that I, I, on the psychic plane, this dollar bill is now 10 grand, and I am watching it burn, because I am so very rich, <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. you, you do that, and you're like, whoa, like energy gets released, and especially if you have anxiety about money, and you burn a dollar bill, watch what happens, watch what happens. It's like, <laughs> you know, so go, let it go, and then you, um, and then, and then you, you wait, right? You wait, but you don't just wait. You go about your life. You live your life, and you cultivate that presence and that balance, which is the ideal state that says, if I have some part of all of creation inside of me, then the ability to create a universe is, is my birthright. So the ability to create 10 grand is also a birthright. And so what I'm saying is, like, at that point, you, you, you want to affirm your greatness by, by, by being happy, by being chill, by being yourself. But it also, isn't the idea that like, if you have said to yourself, I'm, I want to make 10 grand and I, I have 10 grand, it's possible, then isn't the idea that you're creating space in your brain where there once was a barrier and then maybe you might see your life or possibility in a different way because you're not blocking it with the negative idea that that's not possible? Absolutely. And, and a great way of doing what you just said is, is to 
give something away, right? To, to start to create a positive exchange. So you can, give, you can give time, you can give energy. You know, if you're wanting money, then maybe don't give money. Maybe give time or energy. Volunteer, you know, give. Energy is valuable. Time is valuable. You know, so when you give that, what you do is you, you not only remove the block, but you actually create space inside of yourself because you've just gone, I'm taking my energy and giving it away and making space in here for what I want to come back to me. And again, cultivating that faith that says, right now, I might not have the 10 Gs, but I have some energy, I have some time, I have something that's valuable, I have something that's worth something. And if I give some of that away, I'm further showing faith in myself and the universe and my practice of manifestation. And do you wanna be the person that's sitting at home wishing for money? Or do you want to be the person that just like did a badass meditation on your 10 grand burning who then <laughs> goes out and volunteers? And it's like, no, you, you, you have a conversation down the line and you're not saying I was sitting at home. You said, I just was at a soup kitchen or I just, you know, gave something away. Then, then you, you feel good about yourself. People feel good about you. And you create this environment around you which affirms your presence and affirms your, your, your right to dream really big Imagine what you want with no limitations, take actions to get it, and then ask yourself, how did I do? So do you see what I mean? That process is not a mystery. It's, it's creation. It's what happens if you don't do anything. So when we talk about a process of manifestation or manifesting the 2017 that you want, one of the most important aspects is that focus, that time that you spend uh, uh, symbolically or practically that just continues to pump you up and affirm I have what I want. I am what I want. I can create anything. I can do anything if I can imagine it. So it's set your intention, mm -hmm. check in with yourself, mm -hmm. execution, what can I do that's physically lending itself towards achieving that goal? Or symbolically, okay. right? So that's, that's, symbolically. The, that's the like accessorizing part of it. Or like carrying around a crystal, is that symbolic? Or is totally, that no, it's totally, totally. So what you would do if you were doing it with a crystal is like, I'm holding the intention, I'm holding the crystal, let's say I want love, right? I'm holding the intention, I am full of love. I am in a deeply committed and loving relationship. I hold my rose quartz, because rose quartz is aligned with love and, and, and faith and connection, you know, all of that stuff. I hold the rose quartz, kind of like the, the knots that we were talking about, right? I hold that, and I charge that with the power of my intention, my vibration, my belief that I am a master manifester. I can create anything. And then every time I touch that, the focus of my mind is going to be in that stone. So yes, that's both symbolic and practical because when you're doubting it, when you're like, oh, I'm the worst, you touch the rose quartz and you're like, I'm in a deeply committed and loving relationship, maybe with myself right now, but who doesn't want to love this? Right, so in that moment, you're totally giving it and you're not like thirsty to receive. And maybe joining a dating site or maybe going to a party that you wouldn't go to. So you don't want to just sit at home like rocking in fetal position, you know clutching your rose quartz. Funny about, I did that. <laughs> <laughs> not the rocking and the crying. Well, I did that. Sure. No, no I just like, okay, universe, I want to, I'm ready to go out, get out there. I'm ready to be with someone. So I joined a dating site. Nothing will tell you that you don't want to be with someone faster than joining a dating site. I was like, yes. maybe I'm not ready. Yes, but, <laughs> I'm not but quite a there dating yet. site is a great example of both. I often tell clients of mine, like, don't stay on the dating site, but go fill out the profile. Right. You know, because then you start thinking, where am I at? What am I looking for? Who am I interested in? How am I doing? 
do I have a job? You know, like what's going right. on right now? You know, yeah. And when you have it to does make you see stuff. yourself. How tall to put yourself am I? Out there. Exactly. How tall am I? Do, 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 do these jeans fit? You know, like am I really, you know, a size six? Right. So now? then you surrender and you let it go. To you get surrender back to that. and you let it go. And, and it's a little scary to me the idea of someone being at home being like, I want money. I'm just like that guy is the guy I don't want to hang out with. That sounds scary. Exactly. So and drop so, it. So, but the reason why you can let it go is because you focused your intention. You focused your attention on the intention. You've done your meditation. You've, you've created practical and symbolic actions. So you're like, I'm good. I did my, my end of the process of manifestation. Trust. Trust, faith, I believe. And, <clears throat> and there's also another side of it, which is like, not just trust and faith, there's, there's a, a, a part of it. If we have even one drop of the creator inside of us, if we have even one drop of creation inside of us, then maybe our mission in this life is to remove everything that thinks we're something else. You know, so I'll say it again, right? Maybe our mission is to correct any misconceptions, any delusions that we are something other than the being that can create universes. Because we're part of this universe. We're part of this creation. We were made by the creator. You know, we were made by, even if we don't want to say the creator, we were made by creation. We were made and we get to make, you know, so, so even that alone, maybe it's on like a, a, a lesser scale than the birthing of a star, but really is it? You know, who are we to say that our creations are not as majestic as like a galaxy? You know, and, and, and what would happen if you decided you were only capable of creating lame creations? Oh, I, everything I touch turns to shit. Well, guess what? That's what you're going to make. That's what you're going to manifest. Yeah, like I feel like the power of your negative intention is so, it ends up being so much more powerful and so much more obvious than anything positive. And that's the hard part. I feel like it's easy to slide into that because it's obvious. It seems obvious well, or it, something. It does, but, but this is one of the misconceptions is that like you can be a bad manifester. Well, I'm such <laughs> a bad manifester. I don't want to feel bad about things like right. that. You know? yeah. I am a master manifester. So, so it's, and it's, a master masturbator. <laughs> you have Sorry. no idea. I know. I mean, um, I, just, I just got a hit. I didn't know. <laughs> skills. Um, Healers masturbate? Oh. <laughs> no, it's, 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 um, it's tantric. You can do it. You just don't come. Oh. oh. Um, I wish we no, never okay. stopped. No, go back. <laughs> Stop it. Rewind. We're editing Edit. this out. <laughs> Sad. Okay. Um, so, so where were we? What were we Faster.com. <laughs> and then, well, I don't know what happened. No. Faster manifesting. You, yeah. you, you. <laughs> Thanks for taking us back. <sighs> I took us there. You, so. you, it's a problem of clarity in that case, right? If yeah. You're, you're not reflecting. You're not looking at the idea, you know, that, that, you're, you're just not creating big enough. You're not being clear enough. You know, you're, you're using negative language instead of affirmative, positive, present tense language. Right. You know, so much of, of our world is built on image, but so much of it is built around language, the power of the word. And we have, I, I have voices in my head that are not very nice a lot of the time. So if you're going to create, if you're always creating, then absolutely the, the negative thoughts, the negative things in your mind are, are going to create a, a, a stank of negativity on whatever else you create. Right. And you see this. I, I, I can get like this. I have you know, tons of people that, that can get like this where it's like, look at what you just did. Oh, like, look at us. Like, you know, uh, 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 I just, you know, um, 
we just did a podcast, right? Oh, yeah, but like the tech wasn't just right, you know? But it's or like, doing great. It's awesome. perfect. <laughs> or, you know, like I, I, you know, went to the Golden Globes, right? But like my foundation was off. You know, like who cares? Like <laughs> focus on the goodness. So bitches. what is a good, because I, I, I feel as if we all run into these mental traps of like, of grasping on to like the negative vibes. Do you have a quick exercise or trick in which we can kind of like shift out of that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, 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 yeah, let's do it. Just first step catching yourself. Well, yes, it is catching yourself. So that's, that's actually what I would love to do. So, so everyone close your eyes for one more moment. Um, and just tune into yourself for a moment and ask a very simple question. Ask yourself right now, uh, take a deep breath in your nose. Blow it out your mouth. Ask yourself, what is the quality of my physical experience in this moment? What is the state of my body? And then focus on any image or sound or feeling that comes to you. Scanning through your body, physical body, and try to give that feeling a word. What's the state of my body? Is it you know, heavy, tight, tense, you know, sludgy, dizzy, whatever? Um, bright, strong, fuerza, fuerte, fuerte. <laughs> okay, what is the quality of my emotional experience? Ask yourself, what is the state of my emotions in this moment? And notice anything that comes to mind, sound, an image, or a feeling, and try to give that a word. What is the quality of my emotional experience right now? And then similarly, ask, what is the quality of my mental experience? What is the state of my mind in this moment? Notice any images or sounds or feelings that come to you and try to give that a word. My mind is quick. You can use sounds too. My mind is like zhuzhi or, you know, frantic, frenetic. And then ask, what is the quality of my spiritual experience? What is the state of my being in this moment? Notice anything that comes to mind and try to give that a word. And now think about those different words that you gave. Maybe you have four of them. Maybe you only have one of them. Just think about whatever came to you, whatever words you use to language your experience. And affirm, I accept this. I love this. This is where I am. And then take one more deep breath and breathe out. And you can open your eyes. So you now have just done an evaluation of yourself. You, this is like the end process of manifestation. And once you figure out, if you're like, you get to ask yourself, what do I want to work on? You know, what do I, we were talking about this earlier, right? Like with, with someone who's tied up, torn up, you know, struggling somewhere, you can tune in and do that really simple exercise of just stopping, right? Turning around and asking, how am I doing? Physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually. And, and then once you know what you want to work with, you have a new intention. You have a new intention. You can manifest a new state of being within yourself. So I believe that we get very obsessed with creating things. We are allowed to do this, but states are kind of cooler in my book, right? I want to create a sense of wonder in every day, right? Or uh, something that I said to myself years ago, which changed my life in like 2007, um, I want to know 
that I live in a world where everything is connected and everything has meaning. I didn't want to just explore this. I wanted to create a state in which that was something that I knew, right? And it worked. It made, I didn't realize it for years, but all of a sudden I was like, whoa, my life has changed. And, and if I hadn't stopped, oh, P.S., prior to that moment, I believed that I was living in a world where nothing was connected and nothing had meaning. Um, I read a book about 2012 um, that made me believe everything was going to end. And I was convinced. I was convinced. I was like, where am I going to go? Is the world going to spin upside down? Is it going to be three days of darkness? And then I went, wow, <laughs> I want to I live in, this, in a different world. I want to create a different state of being inside of myself. Now, the reason why I say it's, 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 it's more important is because when you cultivate that state, then the things that you want, the things that you want to create are so much easier to create. Right. So instead of being like, I want to be, you know, I don't even have an example of that's the opposite, but like it would be, I want to have a sense of accomplishment instead of going towards like a specific thing that you think on the outside would give you that. You want to find a place inside that gives you that. Totally. Great example being like, I want to be famous. Right. right? Okay, I sure. want to be famous. Right. Sure. Um, uh, do you really want to be? Oh, and this is also why the evaluation part this of LA this. LA podcast. The, well, it's true. <laughs> the evaluation part of this is really important because if you spend, you know, 10 years of your life trying to be famous, you know, what if you had had a different intention? What if you had just wanted to be satisfied? Yeah. You know, what if you had wanted to be successful? You know, that can mean a lot of different things. And the idea is, is like, why commit to the one thing without ever evaluating it, without ever saying, how's this working for me? How am I doing? Is but this I feel the shape like that I want? Also about like looking at the words that you use, like look at the word successful. It's like, what, what definition are you attaching to that based on your own life experience and people in your life that have said, this is what success looks like. Like you could be chasing that forever and never find it because you don't even know what the fuck it means. Or you could be chasing it forever constantly refining your definition of yeah, that word, yeah. constantly evaluating it, going, is this success? Yeah. Is this success? Is this success? And this is the difference, you know, when you're, when you're manifesting your desires, you kind of hold them in your puss. You know, it's like second chakra, uterine area. You hold your desire and you let it like surge and throb and feel really good and really yeah. happy. Get a yoni egg. Oh, yeah. Yoni egg, right? But when, when you <laughs> know you're good, when you're like, that is success, that is successful. This is, it, 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 it's very subjective. It's, it's up to you. Yeah. And it's in your heart. Yeah. It's in your heart. That's how you know you're good. And, and I believe, you know, uh, uh, you know, real truth is something that you can't really explain to someone else and don't necessarily need to explain to someone else. You know you're good when you're good. Going back to the shape exercise, right? It's like if you saw a pink triangle in your mind and you tried to draw it with a pencil, you'd be like, eh not really what I saw, not really what I was imagining, but it's your heart which says to you, that's it. That's what I was going for. That's me. I'm good. I'm successful, but I want more, right? On to the next. On to the next, right? So I want more or I want different or, but if you don't stop to evaluate and say, is this good? Am I good? Does this feel good? Is this right for me? Is this what I love? Is this affirming myself as a master creator, as one who can create anything? You know, um, uh, if you don't stop and ask that question, you can get into that rut of, of like, you know, obsessive manifestation, being like, a, a, you know, a, a, yeah, a masturbatory manifester. So it's the satisfaction model. Absolutely. Totally. Can't always get what you want. But um, uh, uh, when you evaluate, 
asking, is this what I need? That's not the lyric. Well, you can't always get what you want. <laughs> you can't always get what you want. But you, you, you always do get what you need. And, and I think there's a really kind of magical you know, dissonance between what you ask for and what you get that can teach you more and more about what you really want, what you need, and, and where you're good, what's enough, you know? Or when do I want more? When do I want something different? You see what I mean? Yeah. Definitely. Right on. I'm into it. Um, I'm conjuring up things right now. <laughs> you know, the, the other thing, yeah, you know, I was saying to you before, you know, you can think about manifestation as this ongoing process of coming to know that you are actually more creator than anything else. You know, you shift your focus away from what do I want to get, what do I want to have, what do I want to be, what do I want to do, into what are the beautiful, exciting, interesting, lovable, you know, gorgeous, delicious uh, 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 creations that I want to create. Yeah, it's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be fun. You know, the idea, too, is that you, you... Dad... <laughs> but but the, every time you make something new and every time you love your creation, every time you look at it lovingly and say, is this good enough for me? Is this, is this where I want to be? Is this, is this me? Does this reflect my creation? You just come to know yourself more and more and more as, as one who creates. And, and that's a, that, this, is the, this is the shift from going to like, life is about what you do into life is about what you create. Life is a job or a chore into life is art. Your life is your art. Your life is your art. This is how you can create the life that you want. You know, and that's what we're here to do today is talk about creating the life we want in 2017. More sports bras made by Calvin Klein. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> uh, so should we open a to a question? Yeah. Do, does there, anybody have we any? Like to, we like to take this portion of the show when we do these live events um, because Seth, obviously, if you can tell by her glasses, has a deep, deep Sally Jesse Raphael adoration. Um, so we're going <laughs> we like to. Also, Michael Moore. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so we'd like to open it up to the audience. If anyone has any questions or wants to clarify anything or any clarification in to become master manifestors, not master. Does anybody? Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I'm not going to come out today. Please come to our po our We're podium. We're going to do more of a Ricky Lake model. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So this is a question that I heard asked once on okay. the subject, and then the person didn't really answer it. So maybe you can answer the question someone else asked. I love that. Um, so a few years back, I was at a festival, and they had this like talk on quantum languaging because manifestation wasn't a buzzword yet. Mm -hmm. But basically, same talk. Yeah. And someone stopped her and was like, well, how does that work for people in situations where like their bare necessities aren't covered yet? And they're like, I'm thinking like someone in like, uh, like a poverty stricken village in like Bolivia or something like, how are they supposed to manifest if they like can't find, like can't put food on the table, can't, you know, like the basic things. So how does manifestation work in, cause like a, it's like a significant like percentage of the population. So how I does that you. work? It is, it is, again, this goes back to, thank you. This goes yeah, back yeah. to, to <laughs> the idea that Yay. like it is our birthright and that the, the number one obstacle to manifestation is, 
is your perceived limitations, only thinking so far ahead. If you think about the greatest innovations that have occurred in the human race, they did not come because people were like, I don't have the means to do this. I can't do this. And now I'm not saying that that means everybody who's very, very poverty stricken should just be manifesting 10 grand out of the sky. You know, what's important is that if if the lid is taken off, if you, if you allow yourself to conceive of something beyond your means, you might have to work this entire life to get there. But, but are you going to not conceive of it just because there's a practical reality saying you can't have that? Think about innovations, right? All of the innovations, right? Um, uh, also human rights things, you know? Like when people were being killed, you know, Someone had to stand up and say, this is not right. They had to do something that seemed crazy or that seemed impossible. And then you can also look in these, there's other little advances that you know, have created uh, uh, the, the backs that other people stood on in order to create you know, a, a, a vaccine or you know, a, um, a resolution to a, a political conflict, right? There's all sorts of little steps that go into that grand achievement that maybe we never hear about, you know, so, um, uh, I mean, I just saw the movie Hidden Figures recently, right? We didn't find out about these women until very recently, you know, and uh, um, if they had said, you know, we're not going to be math, we can't be mathematicians, it's too hard, you know, that would never have happened and people wouldn't have learned from it. So the idea that physical limitations, practical limitations, uh, uh, put a lid on what you're capable of conceiving is false, right? So, so you find the, 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 the freedom in your mind to dream of something bigger, and that's the thing. It's like we're sitting here talking about how much money can we make, how much celebrity can we create, but, but maybe you want to manifest not dying at, at 10, you know? Maybe you want to manifest a better life for your family, are we going to say that someone who is able to escape like a war-torn country and say come to America and get a job and work a thankless, horrible job, you know, so that their kid can go to school and do well, are they a bad manifester because they didn't get, you know, $200,000 a year? No. They, they had the dream. And this is why I say it's an ongoing process of refinement because it's also, you guys, I was saying to them before, like, this is why the power of your desire really matters. You have to let it burn and cook and believe that it's possible and want it to be possible and set that, that sight really high so that maybe they end up having to take more practical steps than symbolic steps because ain't got time for symbolic steps if you're working seven jobs, you know. But the, that's why the power of your desire is really important because if you don't want it, if you don't, reflect on what you want, if you're not clear about what you want, chances are nobody's going to want it for you and nobody's going to take the actions to actually make that manifest. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yes. I'm so happy. I was so worried the whole time he was talking. I was like, I hope this is better. (laughs) Awesome. Anybody else? Come on. All right. We don't have to put them on the Everyone looks very scared. (laughs) Um, Is it time for the next segment? Yeah, I mean, I think so. I think so. Okay, oh. so this is the portion of the show. It's called Roses and Thorns. It's a camp game that I played as a child, but you just go through, like, the high and low. It's really nice, reflective, mindful activity that anyone can do. Where's my sound effects machine? I don't know. Wait. 
Um, so rose is the high, thorn is the low. There could be a stem, which, you know, is what you hope for for next time. <laughs> Why don't you start us off? Um, uh, thorn, thorn on the way out here. Um, thorn roller board carry-on luggage and the war of overhead space and the war of lines and priority and gold and platinum and silver. And it's like, just tell us we're poor, okay? Uh, just make <laughs> We're not getting on the plane anytime soon. Worthless and take my <laughs> space away. Not, uh, not a great place to manifest, right? Yeah, I was going to say, how does the um, concept of manifestation comply with airline protocol? How do I manifest first all, class? All I, try, all I really try to hope for is like, do not slip out of balance on this flight. Just like stay in balance. So like Valium? I, <laughs> it works. Yeah. Um, uh, Although but, I told you my biggest regret on my airplane is not talking to D.L. Hughley because I was on too much Valium. It's a joke. I mean, I don't mean it. But he, he seemed cool. But it was a real story. I liked him. But yeah, I, I, can't, I can't deal with this, uh, with, with that whole, with the politics of the flights. You know, it's right. too much. Um, roses, um... Uh, roses for sure. Um, Cancer full moon yes, tonight. Yes, it's tonight. Oh, yeah. um, who handle? Who does full moon rituals here? <sighs> yeah. Oh my God, yes. you guys! Everyone. Everyone has to. Um, uh, Cancer full moon this day in LA. The <laughs> rain. Um, uh, the rain. The wetness. Uh, the the. We were talking about cancer. Cancer full moon on the way over here, and you know, Steph was like, I. I thought I was gonna be really emo. We're both Scorpios, so you know we love to talk about our feelings and ourselves. Um, and uh, <laughs> real fun. I feel so. Steph's like, I thought I was gonna be so out of balance. I was like, me too. I thought it was gonna be so out of balance. <laughs> She's like, but I'm strong. I'm like, I'm strong. And the cancer is um, cancer represents you know the mother. And, and, and it's not just about home and security and family, but it's also about protecting that home and that security and that family. So people think of cancer as this really super watery, touchy-feely sign, but there's also, crabs have claws, you know? There's a ferocity to it as well where you, you protect what, 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 is, what matters to you, what's in your heart, you know? So um, uh, I'm very much holding that tonight as like a, 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 a hope that, that the Cancerful Moon is helping us to create like a really safe space where all of our hearts touch something that they really desire, something powerful that they desire, and that that um, uh, desire and intention is protected and thoroughly manifested. Can I talk about the... F what? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I feel like I stole that from you. I was to talk about me again! <laughs> okay, um, no, I love you. No, I wanted to go back to the full moon thing because no. that is my, like rose probably of 2016 into this year like the burn and release lists of the full moon are like so amazing it's such a cool way to do what mikey is saying and like contact yourself so basically we learn some contact yeah through our astrologer in residence um, um be Sitham. yeah that uh on the new moon you set intentions for manifesting and on the full moon you release things that are not serving you or that are holding you back and it is so powerful. Like it's not like you see these results immediately. You're not like, wow, I uh, that 
five pounds I gained is just gone because it, you know, it's not like that. But it's I released like, that. I released that big fucking rice weight. Did you know rice makes you gain weight? Okay. Um, <laughs> but it, but it does. It, learning it, things. But it also helps you to step into the present moment yeah. and let go of it now. Yeah. So that your belief and your ability to manifest the five pounds leaving is present and not something that's in the future. Oh, I'll, I'll feel like I can manifest the five pound loss next week. No, right. now, full moon, getting rid of everything that is in the way of that. So I would write down, I release the idea that I'm not capable of stopping eating rice. No, I don't know. But something like that where it's like you talk around the issue that you're dealing with. It's not directly. It's more like the feeling. And it's so awesome. So I don't know. Maybe just go home and write down a little list of things you want to let go of and then set it ablaze. It's really fun. Or, or, or submerge it in water. <laughs> oh, also yeah. works Some people like to drown their lives. Fire safety people out there. Yeah. <laughs> you can flush it, too. It works. Right. That it's is very satisfying. ritualistic. That Whoosh, is... There they go. Don't right. use too much paper or really heavy cardstock. <laughs> um, yeah, that's so true. Once I flushed, uh, you know those, um, <laughs> you know those uh, baby wipes that are mitts? <laughs> has anyone ever seen those this is a weird anecdote this is my rose no I once flushed a mitt that was a baby wipe and then I lived in a house and my roommates were like did anybody flush a baby wipe and I was like what and then he found it and he's like it's this mangled thing that looks like it's three layers I was like that's so crazy I wouldn't weird I didn't know I also used to flush Q-tips. Okay, that's a different thing. Right. What are your roses? Okay. <laughs> my rose, I will say, um, one of my intentions slash one of the things I'm trying to manifest this year, I'm trying to stay on brand and have a, like a, a more firm meditation practice because I mm. think practice what you preach a little. And, a little. Uh, a lot. That's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. uh, Mikey and I spoke today and he's been guiding me on that and I feel really good about it. I'm three days in. Yeah. And I, it was a very easy practice of just like a five-minute visualization left me wanting more, which mm -hmm. I never knew I could feel with meditation. So that's really nice. And I'm feeling just some, some things cracking open and exploring this new side of me. So very grateful for that. So good. So rose, rose, yeah. rose, rose. Big one. It's, it was, it's a good meditation, too, you know, that you can do tonight, too, where you use the power of your mind to call up anything inside of you or around you or, you know, that happened in the last year. And you, you, as, you just let yourself think about it. And as you think of it, you imagine, like, a crusty skin kind of forming on you. You know, you imagine all of those things that you, you, you don't need anymore forming this crust around you. And then you imagine this beautiful white cloud over you or any color you want raining down on you and just rinsing that crust away. And as you rinse the crust away, you see the light that was concealed by the crust Say shining crust again. out of it. Crust. Thank you. Crusty. <laughs> um, so, so, you know, you, you're using your mind to call up the crust and then using your mind to wash it away. You know, and that's a great example of a symbolic action, right? Symbolic action that is fun because I took meditation way too seriously for way too long and ended up, you know, causing more mental agita about it. But who doesn't want to imagine beautiful, raining light washing crust <laughs> away? Everybody drink. Um, what about thorns? Anybody have any? I, I can't possibly have a thorn in the setting. This just just... Too beautiful <laughs> uh, this I mean, jacket's not mine oh yeah Urban? well that could change it should be obviously should be. did it get a little hot is that why you took yeah, it off it did. yeah i was 
Flop sweating. <laughs> Is it when I started talking about flushing things that you really couldn't take it anymore? Okay. Um, I mean, you know, thorns, let's not. Yeah. Let's not. I feel like, does anyone have a thorn they want to share? There's a lot of obvious things that are happening that are thorny <laughs> in the world. And I feel like if there's anything we've learned from this show today, it's that we should focus on the positive. Exactly. Oh, so, but I have a thorn. I have one little thorn. Thank you. He what is a it? Thorn. One little thorn is um, this trend that I've been noticing of, um, of aggressive um, posting by yoga teachers. Oh, my God. Yes. Um, <laughs> I love this. Really, this really, really like um, uh, uh, just vitriol, nasty things coming at me through Instagram from people that are justifiably angry, you know, feeling what they're feeling, all good to express yourself. But, you know, I like, I like yoga to make me feel calm, not, you know, uh, unaware or uh, ill-informed or, or guilty about things. I feel like if I'm following a yoga teacher on Instagram, I just want to know what time they're doing classes. And that's all I need from you. <laughs> so cunting. Like, personally. <laughs> Tell know. me your schedule or get on my feet. <laughs> Basically. Well, because it's not. It's not I want, really... like, encouraging memes and skyscapes. There's better, okay. there's better <laughs> actions. There's better actions that you can take to, to do something about the struggle that you're having. Right. You know, you, 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 you can do things, symbolic things or practical things in the real world that that can make adjustments that to to the issues that you see in the world. You don't need to just blast it at me. To be fair, that's not just yoga teachers that are taking to the internet to express their <laughs> Oh no, no, no. But but specifically but, them. But yeah, specifically it makes my neck hurt. Right, right. You know? <laughs> they're supposed to help with the opposite of that. I exactly. totally feel you. Yeah. Okay. Well, what a show. This has been so wonderful. Thank you everyone. Have I fun. hope everybody is inspired to call in some really magnificent things in the new year. Let yourself want it. Yeah, want it. Um, well, you know what we want right now? Hmm. We want to get Jackie Tone back up here. Ow. This song is something that Jackie, as she was working on, we were kind of talking about it over the time that she was writing it. And I must say, my friend, I'm quite impressed with it. And you guys will just know what we mean when you hear the lyrics. It's very on brand for that so retrograde. Oh, um, I'm going <laughs> to give the song um, to the gentleman who does the sound. Excuse me. Talk amongst yourselves. Just <laughs> Do you want us on stage with you while you do this? Or? Okay. Just explain to a sound guy how to press play on a phone. So far, so good. Guys, never thought I'd do this in an Urban Outfitters. <laughs> Are you guys dressed like Diane Keaton? <laughs> Tell me later. Tell me later. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Rapping music. What? Is it about being healthy? Yeah. I'm going to manifest some shit. Why is everybody in Los Angeles competitively healthy, my friends? You can be healthy and I can be healthy, but I don't know. Shut the fuck up about it. Know what I mean? Uh -huh. 
I don't wanna brag, but I'm healthier than you. I don't wanna brag, I don't know, I kinda wanna brag. <laughs> I'm drinking my green juice in a bottle that's see-through. You don't get the benefits unless people see you. Raw, vegan, gluten-free, cayenne pepper on fleek, always packing heat. Pilates used to be the class that I like. Now I'm into psychologies. It's Pilates on a bike. Yoga for days. It's my self-celebration. Props to the rays in my sun's salutation. Kundalini beak from hot the top that. I roll out my mat where my downward dogs at. Urban Outfitters. I'm healthy. I take care of myself. I'm healthy. I take care of my health. It's ridiculous. I take care of myself. Fine, I hired a personal trainer just to have someone to talk to. So, my vaginal pH is perfectly balanced. The balanced vagina is just one of my talents. I use a diva cup, cause yo, fuck tampons, bleaching cotton till it's Walter whiter than Cranston. Coffee enema, shoot it up my ass, a YouTube tutorial. Just take a class, you like lube the tube and stick it straight into your anus. And you put a towel down, cause it, it, it's, it's so heinous. It is. Oh my Christ, God, it is, it's shit, okay, oh God. Oh, is it too gross for you guys? No, I'm a queen and my body's a temple, so. You guys, what's gross is genetically modified, okay. Hydrocolonic, you know that I'm on it. Oral care on fleet, I'm even flossing electronic. Ear candle, neti pop with saline, yo. There's no hola, don't clean. Woo! I take care of myself. What are the sales? I take care of my health. Woo! I thank you for myself. I am deeply alone. I am. I am so alone. <laughs> Living high on good bacteria, sparkling on my interior. Gut health, butt health, doesn't matter what health. Number one criteria is a healthy ass posterior. Me and my two friends, we're on a juice cleanse, trying to detox. Tie up some loose ends, sipping on some superfood, we always getting thinner. You call that a drink, I call it breakfast, lunch, and dinner. See me in the club, I'll be running like a track meet, flexing with my flax seeds, homies in the backseat. Everyone's a vegan in my entourage. You wanna squash the beef? Well, that's perfect, all my beef is squash. I'm vegetarian. <laughs> I'm healthy, I'll take care of myself. What are the people shopping thinking right now? I'm healthy, I'll take care of myself. My dad left us when we were very little. <clears throat> Just filling some holes. <clears throat> Alcohol, I don't touch the stuff. With cigarettes, you wish not even a puff. Red meat clogging arteries with fat and crust. Molly. In the forest of Oha, I drank ayahuasca, spiritual journey, repeating a mantra, I puked so much. They tell me that's common, I didn't mind vomiting, I was guided by your shaman. Wait, was he a shaman? I met him at my hair place. His name was Cody, he drove up from Palace, there it is. Bling bling, floor to ceiling, the crystals on his chain pertain to healing. Oh, Missy's in a house. You got thirst, kid? Let me serve it. Put the kale in the blender and reverse it. Bananas have potassium. I can't, I don't know. Bananas have potassium. Woo! I'm healthy. I'll take care of myself. Hey, I'll take care of my health. Hey, I'll take care of myself. I'm healthy.
thank you. That's so retrograde and urban outfitters. Jackie Tone, you guys. We also want to thank Health Aid Kombucha for supplying all these snacks and other beverages. And don't forget, if you buy a tote for $10, it goes to Inner City Arts. Thank you so much for coming. Thank we you. Love Retrograde!